Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry About the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek here at my new apartment. Isn't that so exciting? So I apologize if it's a little echoey. And here's the deal. Like, you know, normally I do my little video clips and I always bitch about how I look like shit and blah, 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 blah. Uh, There is going to be no video clip this week because literally, like, I picture what I look like right now what I would look like if I were to ever have like been arrested for doing cocaine and stealing a bow and like crashing it into a palm tree. Like I just it's the stark white background for me. Uh, It's just a little jarring. And I decided I was like, I'm so tired from moving. You know, last week I was like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know if there's going to be an episode. You know, here's the deal. It's, it is really beneficial to date someone who believes in you, right? And listen, I'm not complaining about it, but when you want to be lazy and not do an episode, there there's a little bit of, of guilt there when you're dating someone who believes in you. See, I didn't have this problem before when I when you date somebody who doesn't even want to um, live in the apartment with you that they pay for, you know, you don't get used to someone holding you accountable, right? So uh, now I am obviously in a relationship with Scotland and he does care about the podcast. So it's not that he's like, bitch, do an episode. What the fuck? It's more like, are you going to do your podcast today? And like, obviously he doesn't sound as high pitch as that. And he's got the hot accent, but it's just the way it it's asked as if like, come on, I can't wait to hear another episode or like, I believe in you. You should do another episode. And maybe he's listening and he's like, I don't actually fucking give a shit what you do. But this is the way it comes off to me. And I'm like, I can't let listen. I don't want to let any of you guys down. You know, like you're my listeners. You're my people. You're my fam. But I really can't let Scotland out. It's like, oh, my God, I feel like. Um, it's equivalent to kicking a dog or something. Oh my God. Speaking of dogs, by the way, I have this great, um, not great dog story about Scotland, but, uh, you know, I did mention last week that like he is going to be sprinkled all throughout the podcast now. So you no longer have to wait till the end. Apparently I said, you know, that he's important enough to be shown throughout the podcast or whatever. He repeated it to me when we were drinking and I was like, okay, like, What happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. okay? like let it be. But anyways, so here's the deal. I, you know, am continually on my life's mission, my life's mission of uh, wife trapping, obviously. And so I have been, you know, I feel like it's happened three times. It feels consistent about making dinner once a week, you know, and now, you know, I live a lot closer. So that's probably a little bit more likely. But anyways, so I was doing my normal wife trapping and, you know, I was making dinner for him. And then I actually, oh no, this didn't even have to do with dinner. This was just me flexing. (laughs) 
this was just me flexing my my good partner status, you know, but actually this is what happened. The next morning I decided to work from his apartment and then he had to leave for work. So then I left after him once I was done with my shift. And I tell him that every time I come to his apartment, I'm always so nervous that his dog's going to get out because his dog, he has two English bulldogs are so fucking cute, but they get so excited. Like right when I open the door, they're like all up in my biz. And I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. Like, this is my dream. But I'm always afraid that one of them's going to run. Right. And so I tell him this and he's like, they would never do it. Like it never happens. I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. The next day, I told him that like the night before, the next motherfucking day, I sure enough have like all because I was continuing the wife trapping and I literally was taking out the trash, okay, which is my least favorite chore. Taking out the trash and vacuuming to me are like the least appealing chores and I hate doing them. But I was like, you know what? Like there was a lot of garbage from, you know, whatever. I just want to be like nice and I'm taking out the trash with me on my way out. When I tell you that this bulldog and like I'm not trying to fat shame, but this is no skinny fucker. Okay, this is no this is not your average like chihuahua that you're like, oh, that dog's fast or like a greyhound where you're like that bitch. It was bred to run. This is a little chunker. Right. And he bolts on me bolts. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, of course, being the irresponsible person that I am, I leave his door open and I go running out after the dog because I'm like, oh, my God, he doesn't have like his collar. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, the dog's like looking back at me like, hey, bitch, you want to go for a run? I'm like, you little fucker. So then he runs right up to some guy. And I was like, I was like, dog, like, listen, this would be a great romantic scene if I was not dating your dad. Like, relax, okay? Like, this does not need to be a rom-com situation. You don't need to run up to some random dude. Like, we're good. So anyways, he runs. He just had to go to the bathroom. It was fine. I ended up getting him back in. But this whole time I thought, like, okay, I'm going to tell Scotland the story, but I'm going to try to strategically leave out the part where I left his door open for three minutes because... What a sketchy thing for me to do. Right. So uh, anyways, I'm telling you. But but you know me like, honestly, I if you tell me a secret about you or someone else, I am great at keeping it when it comes to moi. I can't fucking lie. I just I wish I had it in me. I just can't. And so then I am telling him and I was like and, you know, he goes, Oh, is that why my door was open for like two or three minutes? I'm like, bitch, how'd you know? And he's like, yeah, the security system. And I was like, fuck. And listen, I'm all about a ring doorbell, except now I'm like, oh, you can't get away with shit. He doesn't have the ring, the camera, although I'm sure it would have been hilarious to watch me like decide whether to throw the trash, like running down the stairs, like such a mess. And by the way, if you're wondering, Ashley, where was the second dog? Because you mentioned two. The dog, a second dog was in its crate. So like, just want to make sure that you know that I didn't lose a dog in this process. But I was like, listen, I, this is not helping in my wife trap status. So I need you to fucking behave next time. Like, it, I get it because he just needed to poop. And like, as somebody with Crohn's disease, like, I understand, like, 
you gotta go, you gotta go. But damn, like, give a bitch a fucking heart attack. Why don't you? Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, I do want to also mention that, and I told Scotland I was going to say this on the podcast, and I hope he did not forget this. Or maybe he's going to hit me with a truth and story scenario again. But he, I asked him what he thought about the last three dinners that I've made. And he said that I was nailing the wife trap three out of three. So this week, I actually want to try to recreate the Chipotle at home, which I was like, oh, my God. I'll, he came over today to see the new apartment. And I was like, oh, my gosh, let me like ask you your Chipotle order. And I'll do it like in the style of me being behind tortilla one you know what I mean and he was like yeah we've already done this when you were drunk and I was like listen just because Smashley got to benefit from something and she already asked you a question does not mean Ashley was like alive and present so that means we gotta go part two just let me have it so anyways I think I'm gonna try to recreate a chipotle like burrito bowl maybe a burrito because I do I do wonder if I've like still got it on the wrapping skills I feel like it's a yes but you know, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> um, so also I in a in a Scotland early on in the podcast corner, uh, I also wanted to mention a little bit of success from the Ashley front, which is I have now hit 2000 followers on TikTok, which is really exciting. And I know there's people out there who have like millions or like, OK, whatever. But this has surpassed my Instagram following. And I feel like I spent a lot, a lot of time building up this like Instagram following. And in a shorter amount of time, I was able to build up a TikTok following. And I'm super excited. And like, you know how I am about celebrating wins, you know, like I think it's important to do so. It, you know, don't get full Kanye. You know what I mean? Like, don't go full Kanye confidence wise like that's that's a little much I am watching his documentary I'll talk about it later um but I just think a little bit of spice like give yourself a little bit of praise so but the best part about this was I was sitting in Scotland's apartment and I'm like oh my god I have 1999 followers like I'm so close to 2000 he's like hmm so do you want 2000 and I was like do you not motherfucking follow me on TikTok? Like, I understood the Instagram. I have my theories on why he didn't want to follow me, whatever. But like, really, bitch, my TikTok, the 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 start of my career. I'm like, when I am buying us a house because of my deal with HelloFresh, like, you will be thanking me, okay? Like, you're going to want to be a part of the TikTok career. I'm just kidding. I, I'm i I'm sorry for all that Kanye-level cockiness. But uh, anyways, I was like, bitch, what the fuck? So anyways, he he was my 2,000th follow, follower, which was really exciting. The problem with having 2,000 followers, though, is like that's such a number where you can see easily how many people unfollowed you. Because he followed me, and then the next day I had like 2,005 followers. And then like the next day I had 2,000. I was like, oh, <laughs> People are unfollowing me. They don't like me. So I got to keep up with the content. It's been rough. I feel like I'm going to do some apartment content because I'm really like, I I, I think it's going to turn out looking really fucking good. And I think I'm proud of that for sure. And also I'm kind of breezing past this, but I do want to talk about it because, you know, 
it's not lost on me. And I don't think it's actually lost on any of my friends as I've been talking to them. At first, like, I kind of forgot, but my mom and my best friends brought it up that, you know, this time last year, and you all might remember, I was moving out of my apartment with my ex. And I actually think the I'm heartbroken, hi, I'm heartbroken episode of the podcast came out in March in in a year last year, you know, and that was, you know, a very popular episode, obviously about the breakup. And, you know, a thank you to everybody who listened to it and gave me all that. I got so much positive feedback from that episode. It was just so cool. Also, like so heartbreaking to know that other people have been in that same pain that I was in. But, you know, it's so easy when you're in this dark place to feel like that's it. Like, this is my home now. I am living here. I'm going to be sad. And I always knew, like, in the back of my mind, I always felt like, but it's going to get better. Like, even even on the days that I was like, no fucking way, there was like something small, even if it was just like a pinch of, of like sand size that was like, you're going to get through this, though, is the thing. And like, you're going to be better. And like, that is exactly what I'm feeling right now. Obviously, I have a lot of improving to do still. Like, it's the climb. I know I say that all the time. But, you know, I I feel like so proud that I was able to get out of that point. You know, and I say this a lot. I know you guys are like, bitch, you always fucking talk about this. Shut the fuck up. But listen, it's because I know that tomorrow I might wake up and just feel so fucking shitty. Listen, like, This morning I was in therapy and I was just like sobbing and I was like, oh, that was so unexpected. I mean, granted, this is baby's period time. I can tell not only by the date, but by the bloating and the excessive feelings of food eating and, you know, the pain. Like my period's so fucking painful. I don't know if I talk about this, but like I don't know other people who have like lupus or fibromyalgia feel the same way, but like. My period is like so gnarly and I don't like it for the first like it's like the two days leading up to it. And the the day the first day is like the worst and the second day is like, OK, and then it's like we're good. Uh, but anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. Um, It's about me. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, I, you know, like when I'm feeling this like sobby, depressed, I feel like by the time I get on the podcast, I know I talk a lot about mental health and not feeling good. But by, as I'm here, I always like feel better, you know, so it's like easier for me to be like a bitch. It's going to get better because I'm feeling it right now. But tomorrow when I wake up and I'm like, God, I want to like not never leave my bed and rawr, you know, and all those feelings like, you know, it's good to know that no matter what, even if it's a pinch of sand, like there's something in your mind telling you that it's going to get better. So let that sand become the beach and focus on it. And it's going to like really help you get through. And, you know, I think I, I've been reading um, the girl boss book and I listened to the champagne diet podcast, both by Carol Alwyn. And she actually said something um, in her book. I know I like I keep referencing this. Actually, this was on her podcast, but she said, start identifying as the person that you want to be. And I just thought that was so cool. And I know we talked about this before about like, just call yourself a podcaster if you want to be a podcaster. But like also on this front, it's like, you know, we catch ourselves all the time, or at least I do, but I'm sure other bitches, I know other bitches are like this because I've heard you guys do it too, where you're like, 
well, I mean, I'm not really that great. You know, like someone gives you a compliment. They're like, oh, my God, you look so pretty. And you're like, no, I don't. I mean, me every fucking time. I'm like, what? Really? You know, and, um, you know, we shouldn't say these things about ourselves. We should be like, you know, thank you. Or, you know, <laughs> you're right. No, I'm just kidding. Don't say that. But it's like, you know, starting identifying as like, you know, I actually like I would like to be a little bit more confident and like. I would like to be the kind of person who, you know, responds to text, which is like, I think this is one of my, I got this like list of shit I want to improve on myself. And like the texting thing is like always there, you know, but like, you know, identifying as this person who's like, you know what? No, I, I am a confident person who doesn't hit snooze and gets out of bed every morning, you know? And like, of course it's going to take a while to like become that person. But I think if you start to feel that way and I don't know if this is what she meant when she said it, but this is how I interpreted it. And like now we're not on her podcast. We're on my podcast. So like I get to say it how I went. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I just, I just thought it was really cool that she said that. And I just wanted people to remember that, like, you know, you should just start identifying yourself as the way you want to be seen in the world. And because you should see yourself that way, like, you should see yourself in this like positive light. And even my therapist, there's things I'm like, you know, is this going to, is this part going to get better? I'm like this shit that I'm working on right now. Like, is this part going to get better? It just feels so like shitty. And he's like, yeah, the more your confidence in yourself grows and the more you're like trusting abilities for yourself, like the less these things, he's like, they might still happen, but they're going to happen less and less, which was really cool. But like self doubt and like all this stuff. So anyways, I'm done with the preachy part of the segment. Um, you know what I was thinking about the other day that I just am obsessed with? You know, isn't it fun that at least if you are my age, which is almost 30, uh, isn't it nice that we've like gotten to the age where like alcohol is just like an appropriate gift and like it's exciting to get? You know what I mean? Like I was thinking about the other day, I was like, oh, like I was, I went to my friend Aaron's birthday. She did a, um, a super fun like, wine bus and I got to give a shout out to my girl Linz and my boy Connor because they drove me there it was very fun um my girl Erin also did a very impressive amount of flips on her birthday bus and I was like get it girl uh but anyways (laughs) we had a lot of fun but I was thinking about I was like going to grab her like a bottle of wine as a gift and I was like fuck I love this shit like honestly Like, it's just so nice because I don't have to sit there and like sit at Target and really like overthink what I want. Like, who doesn't want to get alcohol? Which is why, like, I just no longer associate with people who don't drink. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, I I don't I don't know what you get people who don't drink. So I'm really sorry for my Mormon fan base. But, you know, I just mean, like, isn't that so nice that you can just like get a bottle of wine for someone and you're like, fuck yeah. Or if you want to spice it up, you're like, actually, I got you a tequila this time. It's like, like, love that. But I don't know. I just I just thought about the other day and I just thought I would share because it was a thought. It was a thought. Um, Also, I forgot to tell this story, but Scotland loved it when I told it to him. So I have to say it to you guys. So um, my dad the other day was getting his hair cut and, you know, obviously gossiping about his daughters. And, you know, in the world of me, it came Scotland, who is obviously, as I mentioned, he's a coach. And so they were asking where he coached. And my dad could not remember his name. Like my dad could only remember 
the name Scott. He was like, I'm sorry, my, my daughter calls him Scotland on her podcast. So like he could not remember his real name. And the amount of times like this, he's not alone in this, by the way. Like I have friends, my mom's always, I think my mom knows his name, but she just prefers to be like, so what's going on with Scotland or like what's happening with, oh, tell Scotland we say hi. And it's so funny because you know what? You give nicknames to guys and uh, listen, this sounds so fucked up, but hear me out. You give nicknames to guys because you probably don't think they're going to stick around. Like, it's just it's a fun way to, like, keep track of them in the beginning. And you're like, oh, whatever. And listen, did I hope from the minute I saw Scotland's Bumble that we were going to last? Of course. I think he's genuinely extremely good looking. I loved his personality. And I was like, please, like, Beyonce, God, make this happen for me. And thank you for doing that. But... You know, you don't want to get too comfortable. And here on the podcast, I also like didn't want to expose people. So I was never going to use their, you know, normal names. But this like this shit goes back to college. Like um, one of my girlfriends, we still talk about her like college conquers, I will say. You know, there was like birthday sex, red T-shirt, tie dye shirt. At some point it was just shirts. It's like polo shirt. Like at some point we just got bored and it was just based off what they were wearing because that's literally all you could remember about them. You know what I mean? And it's just, and now I'm happy that obviously, it's actually hard for me to not use Scotland's real name on the podcast. I'm like, catch myself. But like, this is just who he is to the fans. And I, I forgot to mention the other day that I did pull a soft launch on him. I don't know if any of y'all caught on to it. I'm actually surprised because one of my girls, um, Jordan Libby, who I know listens to the podcast and loves, I almost sent her a direct DM because one time I had posted a picture cheersing it with my uh, brother-in-law and she was like oh my gosh I thought that was Scotland at first I got so excited and I was like I'm so sorry no that is my sister's husband you know and so I had done a boomerang cheers from the time that we went to brunch and he had the hand on the far left so I'm just saying you could have at least caught a glimpse of Scotland's right arm very exciting but I re- I heard on TikTok this is how you're supposed to do it this is how you soft launch a new man on your on your social media. So um, I don't know if he's down to continue this journey of being soft launched, but um, we will have to ask him and maybe and by we will have to ask him. I mean, he's going to listen to this podcast. I'm out to hear all about it. But anyway, so don't feel bad if you can't um, if you're close and to me and you keep referring to him as Scotland. So does my dad. Um, <laughs> also, you know, it's funny because I I think a lot about like the content, obviously, of the podcast, you know, and I feel like I've gone down this fun journey of like telling old stories because sometimes I'm like, is my life interesting enough right now for you to hear about? And then I'm like, oh, we're 22 minutes in, like we're good. But listen, I feel like I've really enjoyed going back and telling you old stories about my past. So Thanks, thanks to Facebook memories, I was remembering this very gem of a story. And listen, a lot of these past stories are probably going to involve friend of the podcast and Enneagram 9, Julie, because, uh, you know, obviously, like we went to college together and had some great shenanigans. One of them being, I mean, the amount of times that this girl had to take me to the ER, like, in the four years of us going to Sonoma State University, shout out to the Seawolves together, we literally, like, I would just call from a lacrosse tournament and I'd be like, hey, do you have plans tonight? Like, 
I'm going to be home from this tournament in like 20 minutes. And I think we're going to need to go like straight to the emergency room. And I just want you to know, like when she started dating Ryan, like he jumped on this train as well and he would like join us. And it's like, listen, if you can't third wheel date at a hospital, like I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't have that level of comfortability with your friends, you're just missing out. So anyways, I um, <laughs> so she takes you. This is like freshman or sophomore year. I honestly can't remember. But she takes me to the emergency room and I had got something in my toe. And listen, like I find this stuff disgusting. So like I'm not going to go into details, but I just want you to know that it fucking hurt. And I still obviously played on it. And that's just listen. I understand now about like, you know, when they always make fun of, you know, the high school football player who is at the bar reminiscing on his old like days, you know, honestly, I get it. Listen, those are some of the peaked moments. It did. I and I've said this before and I will say it again. I did not peak in college. I I would argue that the peaking is happening now, but athletically. That was my prime. Right now, I just strictly go on hot mom walks, okay? I do have the Peloton. It's installed. I do plan on using it, except for the movers forgot to bring the power cord, like the the thing that plugs into the wall. So literally, like, it's, it's like they took one look at me and was like, are you just getting this Peloton for show? Like, I know your ass isn't riding this thing. And it's like, bitch, I am, okay? I like to watch my XOXO Cody's. And now I can't do it. Now I was all motivated and I was like, well, motivation gone. But anyways, I like to take hot mom walks and I stand by them. If you're wondering what that is, that was me drunk one time saying that my exercise is hot mom walks and it's just me walking around the neighborhood, Um, usually in a mom like outfit of like leggings and a crew neck, you know, with my hair in a clip and I'm gossiping with my own mom. So, you know, hot mom stuff. I don't even remember where I was going with any of this. The toe story. Okay. anyways, so I get back. So we get back. We get into the hospital and the guy who like the the doctor or the nurse or whoever who helped me out was so fucking good looking. Also, I just want you to know that right when I said that about that guy, Scotland called me. It's like he knew that I was saying something and I was getting in trouble for it. And I just want you to know that he seemed extra excited, at least in my mind, when I said I was recording the podcast. So anyways, anyways, okay. so this so this guy who was, you know, fairly attractive comes in and, you know, he's examining my toe. And of course, by the way, like I'm fresh off. I think I was playing a lacrosse tournament, to be honest. Like, you know, this was like fucking rancid that I was smelling at this time. And I was like, like 18 at the time, you know, like this guy wanted nothing to do with me. But anyways, he looked so um, cute holding my foot like Cinderella style that Julie went to take a picture and I cannot remember once again this is why I knew like I told her I was gonna tell this story and I didn't even ask for verification I can't remember if the flash went off or the sound of the camera went off but we most definitely got caught taking that picture it was so embarrassing and I mean of course the photo evidence was shared on social media which is amazing because a uh, great caption goal she was like paging Dr. Hottie and um the picture was blurry because you could tell like that we most definitely got caught and also you know iPhone quality pictures back in you know 2011 or whatever this was it was just so funny but yeah like Basically, you know, that's the kind of stuff that happens in like movies. And 
I'm proud to say that a lot of those things end up happening to me. The embarrassing ones, not like, you know, the ones where you find money on the ground and you're rich and stuff. Like, no, the, the embarrassing, stereotypical things that happen to people, like, they happen to me. So um, anyways, if if Dr. Hottie is out there, I just want you to know, like, I'm not available anymore. But thank you for your hard work on my toes, which, as I say out loud, sounds so dirty. And you guys listen, my dad's still listening to the podcast at this point. So relax. Also, you know, just a shout out to my dad. You don't have to turn off the podcast today. Very exciting stuff. You can I give you full permission to listen fully through the podcast. As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not gonna wanna go out to the store. So why would you wanna go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a new year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com plus you are gonna get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Oh, I did forget to mention that I actually watched the new trailer for keeping, oh, sorry, the Kardashians, not keeping up with the Kardashians. And it was, it, it was good. I'm not going to lie. I might fucking watch it. And here's the deal. It's one of those things that I feel like I've been sitting here preaching the good war to Kim Kardashian for like weeks now. And then she goes on and says, you know, that like women don't want to work, which isn't exactly what she said, but she basically was being interviewed about being like, you know, working with women. See, this is how much I didn't fucking listen to this. All she said was at the beginning, she was going good. She was like, listen, if you want it, like you got to fucking work, surround yourself by people who want to work like blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, people just don't want to work these days. But listen, I think my I think Bestie Bestie Eloy put the best because he was like, listen, if at this point you're offended by something that a Kardashian says, like that's on you. You know what I mean? And I was like, fair facts. The best part that I feel like people are not talking about enough is that she says that and Courtney Kardashian is like, mm-hmm, yep. And does not everyone remember that there was a whole fucking storyline of keeping up with the Kardashians? Like Maybe if you had a business that you fucking cared about, that is Kim talking to Courtney. So I'm like, bitch. And by the way, this is my this is my take on the on the Kim Kardashian thing. And listen, I'm not trying to stand up for her again because I know I've like read all the shit about how, you know, like she had workers that she treated really shitty and blah, blah, blah and like all that stuff. But I do want to say this. Tell me 
that she wasn't taking out a little bit of aggression about her own life in that moment. Like, you know, when you're talking about something else and all of a sudden you get like aggression, you're like, ooh, that was misplaced anger. That was completely misplaced anger. Okay, listen, I know we've all been there. I know we've all been there. Or like suddenly, like one time I was on the phone with like one of my besties and I was like venting about something random, like, you know, like, like, I don't know, the the light not turning green, like hitting every red light, you know? And then I was just getting like real fucking angry about it. And I was like, listen, I'm the only person at this fucking four-way stop, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, remember when I was talking about my job earlier? Like, mm, I was a little bit more mad than I thought I was. Maybe, maybe I am taking all of my hate fire out on this stoplight right now. But like, Maybe I'm just mad about what happened at work today. Maybe that's really what happened. And I feel like Miss Miss Kardashian was just like really fucking upset about her whole ass situation. And she just took it out there. Like maybe Kanye's the one who's not working. Oh, and I did mention that I'm watching Kanye's Netflix documentary. I'm only like 30 minutes into the first episode and it's not making me like him more in any way shape or form it's not making me like him less either it's just kind of like oh yeah this this is exactly how I would expect him to turn out like I mean there's parts where you feel bad for him basically where I'm at right now it's like him trying to go from being a producer to a rapper and people are like not taking him seriously it might also be because he's always wearing his fucking retainer it's like wear that at night like a normal fucking person like I'm not even joking you guys like this guy's like rolling into, you know, record labels, trying to get them to take him seriously, rapping for the fucking EA. And he's got his retainer in or he's like, sorry, I got to pop my retainer out. It's like, I mean, if, if you, if you got to say one thing about Kanye, he's got damn good straight teeth. And I can see that he was working on it the whole time. And like, I say this knowing damn well that I've got my baby gap back because I wasn't fucking wearing my retainer. So like respect, but I think there's a healthy balance. Wear it at night. Just wear, wear it at night. Like that's, that's normal. So anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I think I'll continue to watch it. I just wanted to see, like, listen, it's rare that you get a documentary of someone's like villain origin story, right? Like I got to see how he just ends up this way. Like I've got theories of my own, but you know, and a few people have shared this with me and I just want to say it out here on the podcast, a couple of memes that are like, so are we not going to put Kanye in a conservative conservative Oh, my God. I can't even say that word. Um, it is late here, by the way. It's like almost 930 on a Tuesday. <laughs> she was she really pushed the time on on recording the podcast. Actually, usually the podcast is already out by now, but like shit happens. Um, yeah. Did you guys know that? So like I post the podcast, I schedule it to come out at midnight. Right. But like I'm on the West Coast. And so. I think it's midnight that it's supposed to be coming out. It's midnight, but it's not. It comes out on East Coast time. So it's out at like 9 p.m. for us, which is funny. So like if you ever wanted to listen to the podcast a little early, it does usually come out actually on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. But anyways, so um, that's when Scotland listens to it, apparently. So um, anyways, yeah, I'll continue to to watch Kanye as until it makes me want to throw up and then and then I'll stop. Hey, by the way, um, I didn't realize this, but Scotland let me know that I have like I know I have a couple catchphrases that I say all the time, mostly just the word like, you know, but uh, he called me out for saying listen all the time. 
And I think that it's just going to be a part of my life. And at some point when I get to have merch, it will just say like, listen, I'm sorry with the podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyways, if you too have noticed that I say that a bunch of times, just want you to know that I was already called out for it. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the, I'm sorry, what moment of the week. This came to me literally on Wednesday last week, and I've been semi excited to talk about it. A little nervous about it, but listen, I make the podcast for the masses. Okay. And this is my deal. I am really tired of the chill girl narrative. I just don't think a chill girl exists. And, you know, you hear guys all the time think, I just want a chill girl. It's like, no. And I'm tired of girls being like, I'm just a chill girl. No, you're that doesn't fucking exist. And I think the sooner we band together to kill out the chill girl vibes, because here's the deal, like that makes all of us normal people feel like we're erotic or whatever because we're not chill. I have some chill about certain situations. I think that I can be calm at times. But other times, I have zero chill. I am hotter than hell, you know? It's like when it comes to planning a, you know party or something like that's probably where I'm on fire. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. That's when I get most of my stuff done. Like my parties are fucking good. And am I a little bit of a stress ball during it? Yes. But is the execution flawless? And am I happy about it at the end? Absolutely. You know, also there's this narrative that just wanting some sort of bare minimum makes you crazy. Why wouldn't you want to just like talk to your person every day. You know what I mean? Listen, it's not, (laughs) there we go again. Listen, it's not that like, I need to know what you're doing every second of every day. Do I love getting caught up on everything? Yeah, like, sure. I don't need you to text me that you're taking a shit, but if later on the day you want to tell me that you took four poops that day, I'll be very interested in hearing it. But it's like, why does that make you not chill? Who the fuck has like a boyfriend that never hears from them? And they're like, you know what? That's cool, though. We're just like that. Like, we just vibe like that. Like, we don't have to, you know, like we actually have um, a telepathic connection. So you don't have to actually like call each other. Like, we're just a chill girl. Like, no, fuck you, dude. You're not that fucking chill. Relax. I know that you just gave yourself a fucking hemorrhoid because of all the stress because you're just trying so hard to be chill. It's like, I don't watch Euphoria, but that's what I imagine Cassie's like just from the clips I've seen. Like she tries really hard to be like the girl exactly from Nate. It's like be yourself, you know, be yourself. And listen, I, I only say this because like I had this conversation with my one of my best friends, you know, she was like, just be yourself. And I was like, I don't want to come off crazy. And she's like, but why? And I was like, good point. Good point. Like I should be moi. I should be me. You're right. Absolutely. And guess what? I am myself. And so far, things are going well. So be yourself and let's kill the fucking chill girl narrative. Okay, just kill it. It's not fun. No one thinks you're cool because, you know, you don't care about shit. Actually, that's concerning. Okay, if you don't care about anything, honey, that's called depression. And there's pills for that. Okay, like let's work on those problems that you have. Let's not listen. Let's not just ignore the real trauma going on here. 
that's not what we're doing. Listen, it's 2022. We're healing. We are healing together. Okay. So we don't need to have this strange narrative. Okay, baby, I believe in you. You do you, boo. You do you. And now this being said, I didn't say, you know, that we should be light ex-boyfriends shit on fire kind of girls. I, that, I just want to make sure that that part of the narrative is very clear. I'm just saying that if you have a problem with something, I think the worst thing that you can do is hold it in. Okay? I just, listen, being in a more healthy type relationship, I really appreciate this. And I have always kind of been you know, telling my partner and opening to saying like what I need. Um, here's the deal. If they're just ignoring you, though, uh, that's when you uh, that's when you leave. So anyways, hi, I am so tired. So glad that we got to have a special time together. I'm really sorry once again for like the echoes. I don't have anything on my walls yet. I'm sorry there'll be no video clips, but trust me when I'm telling you I am doing you all a favor by not seeing what I look like right now. I mean it. That's not just me being an insecure bitch. I'm telling you like cracked out boat girl, cracked out boat girl. All right, you guys, somehow I'm starting to get the hiccups. I have not been drinking today, surprisingly, um, but it's fine. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. To all of you who are on TikTok and follow me. Thank you so much for getting me to the 2000. That's amazing. I have a lot more wedding tip content coming up, some apartment content, um, you know, just regular Ashley Ratchet content. I'm I'm really enjoying like transitions and like going from being like fugly to hot. You know what I mean? Like that shit's fun. I'm trying to get better at it. So anyways, follow me along on my journey. You can also follow me on all other platforms. Instagram is kind of my main bay. So um, between TikTok and them, they're, they're like having an affair. But anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love it so much. And I'm so excited to be opening this brand new chapter of my life in a brand new place with a whole new mindset with you all. And for those of you who have been listening since March 2021, like we have come so far and thank you for being a part of my journey with me. I cannot tell you how much this podcast has helped me become the person that I want to be. And I just love that you all came with me. And I hope this has helped you in some way. And, you know, that's like the main part of me doing this. And I will share all of my awkward toe stories with you all if it's going to make you laugh or relate or, you know, just feel anything. And, um, yeah. Anyways, emotions done. And I'd like to thank the Academy and Jesus Christ superstar. Anyways. Okay. I'm going to go now, you guys. I love you. Okay. Bye.